Good morning, sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the Daily Competitive Hedge Podcast. I am your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and this show is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting plays. Now, we had a lot going on yesterday. There was MLB Playoff Baseball. Uh, We had some Champions League action. Also have the NHL is officially back and a lot more. So we're going to get into all of that, including some of the headlines from yesterday before looking at our golf plays for the week, as well as more Champions League and NHL action tonight. But our episode today is brought to you by our sponsor, Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sports book and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, and Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile. Their mobile app can be downloaded from the homepage of the website. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account. Use code SHOOTERS at sign up as well. And please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age. It is available to persons in Ontario only. And if you have questions or concerns about the gambling or gambling of someone close to you, please contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. So let's get into how our Tuesday went. Three and two yesterday, we were positive on the unit side of things. Now, looked pretty dire early on yesterday, uh, starting with that Juventus versus Maccabi Haifa game. Losing outright 2-0 is not what I expected from this Juventus side. That all but ends their Champions League campaign now. Uh, They are just too far back. They would need a lot of help in order to get out of this group but losing out right on the road like that they got dominated as well at times which I was surprised by so Juventus loses our first play and our other loss on the day was Wigan versus Blackburn we had both teams to score at minus 112 and it was a tough one to nothing final which Wigan won but Blackburn had a lot of possession they just didn't have a lot of shots on target so What are you going to do in that regard? But we did have one soccer play that hit yesterday. We did have PSG first half money line versus Benfica. And the game went exactly how I thought it might. We had PSG up one to nothing at the half, but I didn't know if they could hold on for the full time and they were unable to. It was one to one at the final there. Uh, A couple penalties in that game. Mbappe scoring uh, despite the headlines of him potentially wanting to leave, which we'll touch on in a couple minutes here. But then on the hockey side of things, it was a clean sweep uh, as far as our hockey plays go. Rangers money line versus Tampa Bay at minus 118. 
They win that one three to one. It was a deserved result. They completely outplayed Tampa Bay on opening night. It felt like a good home revenge spot after losing to them in the playoffs last year. And it was just an overall great performance. They had far more shots. Uh, it was 39 to 26 as far as shots go. So the Rangers get a deserved win. And then Golden Knights and Kings. Hey, I went to bed early last night, end of the second. I felt like at one to one, this one might have been dead in the water. That's why you can never count yourself out because I woke up to a four to three final there in the Kings and Golden Knights game with the Golden Knights picking up the win. And it's all thanks to Mark Stone's last minute winner. Uh, Jack Eichel got on the score sheet and let's face it, they deserve the win. They outshot them 51 to 30. Jonathan Quick stood on his head at times, but was unable to pick up the result there. So over five and a half at minus 130, we hit on that one to cap it off. Now, other results from yesterday's games uh, and headlines as well. So Champions League-wise, Copenhagen and Man City, they drew Chelsea 2-0 over AC Milan. Now, both of those games drastically changed due to red cards. Uh, Man City, they had a goal called back, then they missed a penalty, and then they take a red card where they were unable to pick up a result there. Holland being on the bench really was telling with this Man City side. And then Chelsea, they got... What I would call a fortunate red, a lot of people felt like it was, but I wouldn't have called it personally. Chelsea picks up the 2 to nothing result after a penalty on their first goal. Then you had Borussia Dortmund. They were 1-1 to versus Sevilla. There was a lot of draws yesterday in Champions League action. Uh, we already talked about one earlier with the PSG one. And then everything felt like it was 1-1 to because Dinamo Zagreb and Salzburg were 1-1, as was Shakhtar Donetsk and Real Madrid. And then RB Leipzig, they knocked off Celtic 2 to nothing. Why I'm not betting on Scottish sides, and I'm glad that I avoided once again yesterday, but they lose 2 to nothing there. And then two other major headlines from yesterday that are going to impact some teams moving forward. LaMelo Ball, it looks like, is going to miss the start of the season. He's dealing with an ankle sprain. And heading into this season, there was a lot of question marks around Charlotte. They had a very... Busy summer, and not because they were bringing in a lot of players, but the whole Miles Bridges situation, which we're not going to get into on this show. But he was one of their better players, and he had some issues off the court in the summertime. And now you've got LaMelo Ball potentially missing time as well. So I don't know what to expect from the Charlotte team. I didn't expect them to be a playoff team this year anyways. If anything, they were probably a play-in team. But if he doesn't return soon, I think that might be out of the question. The Eastern Conference to me, is the vastly deeper conference this year. And I think we could see them even miss the play-in game, depending on how much time LaMelo is going to miss, because he is the engine that makes that team go. And then we talked about Mbappe. Crazy how on the night of Champions League, uh, there's a report that comes out that he wants to leave PSG once again in January. Now, I don't see this realistically happening in January. I do think that it's going to happen in the summertime. And everyone's going to say, well, well, duh, PSG said that they're not going to let him go. But the question is, even if he, they did let him go, where would he end up at this juncture of the season? Real Madrid feels like it's a no-go at this point. Barcelona doesn't have any money. I, I don't think that he fits in the Italian league or the German league. And quite frankly, I don't think he wants to go and play in either of those leagues. I think if he's looking to go anywhere, he's looking to go to the Premier League. You got Holland there. Now, who's a side that he could go to in the Premier League, though? He's not going to leave PSG for Man United. Tottenham probably doesn't have the money to do it. I think the only realistic team that could sign him would be Liverpool. 
and they have been missing since Sadio Mane left. They've really been missing something on that left wing. So that's a potential fit, but I just don't see it happening now. I think in the summertime we could see it happen. And I think if he does go to the EPL, it would be one of the crazier signings that we've seen in recent years. So with that, let's head over and talk about Wednesday's slate. And where we're going to start for Wednesday's slate is the Zozo Championship. Now, this is one of these PGA Tour events where because it's kind of in the quote-unquote off-season, I would say, of the PGA, you're not in majors, you're, you've already had the FedEx Cup, the, the President's Cup is over. So a lot of these events are, are ones where guys are just looking to make some money and pick up some world ranking points. So this one's going to be played over in Japan at Accordia Golf Narashino Country Club. So this was an event that last year was won by Hideki Matsuyama. Uh, there's been some pretty good winners over the years at this event, but heading into this one, the tee-off times, because they are playing over in Japan, they start teeing off at 5.50 tonight. So that's why we got to go ahead and get our plays out there today. Now, because of all the travel and everything involved, we're not going to be doing any winner plays this week. In fact, we're not even going to be doing any top five plays, but we do have two top tens and two top 20s that we really like heading into the week. And so we're going to roll with those, starting with Matsuyama. I don't know how you can't take him top 10 at plus 182. It's not even the fact that he isn't playing his best golf, but he is a guy that has played recently. He did play that President's Cup. He's the defending champ. He's playing in his home country. It just feels like a good spot for him to come back home and potentially have a good week. So at plus 182, I love the value. And at plus 107, I'm taking Sung JM. He is from Asia as well, uh, not Japan. I th- believe he's South Korean. But seventh place last week. Now, it is a quick turnaround to fly all the way from the States out to Japan. But I think that he's going to be able to do it. And because of the way that he's been playing both prior to the President's Cup and since then, I really like his value at plus 107. I like top 20 for Keegan Bradley at plus 105. He was tied for seventh here last year, so he does like this event and this course. He's been playing some pretty good golf recently as well, so I really like Keegan. And then Mackenzie Hughes at plus 190. He was another guy that was tied for seventh here last year. He also won a couple weeks ago on tour, so how can you not like a recent tour winner to head over and just finish in the top 20? He's clearly playing some good golf. Might have taken the week off to celebrate that win, but I think that he will definitely have a good week here. Now, Champions League today, we got eight more games on the slate, starting with Atletico Madrid, minus 225 versus Club Bruges at plus 650. A little bit surprising to see Bruges this heavy of an underdog. They do have three wins from three games, taking on fourth place Atletico. Now, we're going to stay away from this game, but I do think that if you're looking for some value, Bruges at plus one and a half at minus 150 is there. I don't hate it. Won't be a part of our official betting card, but you're given the first place team in group B an opportunity to just lose by one goal. Yes, they are on the road, but I do think that there is some value to be had in this game. And you got Napoli minus 172 versus Ajax at plus 400. We will have an official play in this game, but we do have the group A first place is Napoli on nine points and third place is Ajax on three. And so this is a crucial game for Ajax moving forward this will be a part of our betting card. And you got Barcelona minus 220 versus Inter at plus 566. Now, 
Barcelona, they're sitting third in this group and Inter sitting in second on six points. And the big reason why they just played last week and Inter won one to nothing. So I do think it's a good revenge spot for Barcelona. They probably feel like they deserve some points last week or a point at that. But I do think that you could probably get them at minus one and a half at some good value today. It won't be a part of our card, but I would definitely be leaning Barcelona, knowing that if they lose to Inter, their campaign is all but over. Then I like Leverkusen's plus 108 versus Porto at plus 240. This is second versus third in Group B, both of them sitting on three points. So whoever wins this game could be moving on to the next stage of the competition. I like Porto more as a side, but I'm staying away because they are the road team today. Rangers are plus 700 versus Liverpool. Now Liverpool, they're second in Group A. They're sitting on six points, and Rangers are in last. Liverpool just beat them comfortably, but now they have to head to Scotland to play this one. Again, staying away, but I would lean Liverpool. Sporting are plus 130 versus Marseille at plus 220. Now Sporting, they're first in Group D, but they're only on six points. And Marseille, while they're in fourth, they're sitting on three points. So if Marseille picks up the result today or all three points, then they'll be tied with this team moving forward. So crucial game happening here will be a part of our betting card. Where are we leaning? You'll have to wait and see. Tottenham, they're minus 186 versus Frankfurt at plus 500. This is second versus third in Group D, and both of them are sitting on four points. So this was a game where we saw 0-0 last week. Now Tottenham are the home team. It's a little bit too juice for me. I can't play the minus 186. And I don't love the first half money line for the way that this Tottenham team plays. So this is a stay away game for me. Victoria Pleasant plus 1300 versus Bayern Munich at minus 550. Bayern are sitting on nine points. Pleasant are on zero. I don't feel like taking a road team once again as a multi-goal uh, favorite. You'd have to go and get this one probably at minus two and a half if you wanted to get any value out of it, and I'm just not prepared to do so. Then NHL, we have a lot of games on the slate today, six games going. Columbus versus Carolina. Carolina are the heavy favorites. The over-under here is sitting at six. Elvis Missourilikins versus Freddie Anderson. Then you got Toronto minus 234 versus Montreal at plus 200. This is Matt Murray's first game for Toronto going up against Jake Allen. You got Boston plus 122 versus Washington at minus 143. Jack Swayman's in net for Boston and Darcy Kemper for Washington. You got Mrazek in net for Chicago, who are plus 325 versus Grigorev and the defending cup champs, Colorado at minus 434. Then you've got Seattle with Thatcher Demko in net at plus 105 versus Anaheim at minus 120. Oh, actually, I mixed that up. Demko's in net for Vancouver at plus 154 versus Edmonton, who has Jack Campbell, whereas Seattle has Grubauer and Anaheim has John Gibson. That's why you do your notes when you're a little bit less tired for the show. But with that, we are heading in to talk about our official hedge plays for the day. These are our five betting plays that we like the most and ones that we feel really good about heading into this beautiful fall Wednesday. So, Let's start with a game that we didn't talk about. That was Bristol City and Preston North End. And we're going to roll with Bristol City money line at plus 145. Now, Preston North End may be coming off a win, but they still score the least amount of goals per game in the championship. And they only had one goal in that game. So this is not a team that scores a lot. They are a pretty good defensive side. 
But Bristol City, despite the fact they've lost four out of their last five, they are tied for second in goals per game at one and a half. So I think this is a good spot for Bristol, who got out to a good start. They've just had a little bit of a rough patch here to get it right. They have a home game where they can play against a team where I feel like if they score two goals, then they're definitely going to win this game. They might even be able to do it with one. But a lot of tough games recently for this Bristol side. I don't think that Preston's the quality that they've been playing. And so I really like the money line at plus 145. Now, Champions League wise, I like Ajax, but it's first half double chance at minus 145 versus Napoli. Now, you might think that I'm crazy because of the fact that if you look at the last time these two teams played, Napoli beat the brakes off them. And I mean, <laughs> they beat them really badly. It was a six to one result. And that was with Ajax at home. Now, Ajax has to go on the road to potentially pick up a result here. But a lot of the reason for that is the red card that happened in that game. They were up one to nothing. Then they fell behind two to one. I'll give them that. But then the red card completely changed things and just made it where Napoli then routed them. So I think that this is an Ajax side that is more talented than what we saw their last time out against this Napoli side. Now they are going on the road, so it will be a tougher environment. But I'm just looking for them to get a result in the first half. Don't fall behind early. They may end up losing this game outright by the time all is said and done. But I do think that they have a great shot today to keep it tied at the half, potentially even lead at the half. And then the second half is there for the taking. So I like the first half double chance at minus 145. Go out and get an early goal. Once again, Ajax, and you'll be absolutely fine. Then I like Sporting Lisbon Moneyline versus Marseille at plus 130. I'm just not a big believer in this Marseille side. Um, I think part of it, too, is that I'm looking at the fact that they now have a big game on the weekend as well, because Marseille is going to have to play PSG on the weekend. They may be looking forward to that league game a bit. Might even overlook Lisbon a little bit, despite the fact that Lisbon are the heavy favorites in this game and the home team. But it is because they're the home team and that I really like this Lisbon side moving forward. I picked them as well as Tottenham to get out of this group. I still believe that's going to be the case. And I think them winning on the money line today at plus 130 is a big reason why. So give me Sporting Lisbon today over Marseille. Then I like Boston versus Washington. Now the over-under there is sitting at six. So we're going to do five and a half at minus 145. I really hate that six number. It feels like a push number, but I do like the five and a half there today because I'm just not a big fan of either of these goalies. Swayman, he's okay. Kemper's been fine, but Kemper looked a lot better when he was playing behind that Colorado attack than he did with other teams in his career. So I do think that while we had two low scoring games yesterday, well, I shouldn't even say that we had one low scoring game yesterday and then whatever that Vegas game was, but I do like Boston and Washington's offense. I think that they have plenty of goal scoring on both sides. They can limit the defensive presence uh, of some of these teams because they have guys like Ovechkin, Marchand, uh, Pasternak. I just really like the scoring for both of these teams. And when you're not high on either goalie, and it's opening night for both teams. I think they're in a good spot to go over. As well as in Seattle and Anaheim, I'm going to take the over five and a half. This one's sitting at minus 128. And this just goes back to not loving either goaltender. Grubauer's looked a lot better with other teams. And Gibson, he's okay, but he's not on a great Anaheim team. So over the past couple of years, I think he struggled because of that. But 
Neither team is stellar offensively, but I do think that we have enough offense here against bad goalies where you could see four to two, five to two final. And so I really like the over five and a half at minus 128. And those are our five official plays for today for the Competitive Hedge Podcast. Be sure to go follow us on all of our social platforms at HedgePod. That's where you will find all of our betting plays throughout the day, some commentary as well. And so thank you all for tuning in this morning, and we will see you on Thursday. We'll be talking some Thursday night football, might even talk some Europa League action, and then Friday. In fact, tomorrow we might even look at NBA future bets because we are just under a week away from the NBA season starting. And so we'll see you guys tomorrow for the Competitive Hedge podcast.